the city of Corvosa, largest in Beresia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zindane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugar Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 104. This episode is brought to you by COVID-19 lockdowns and probably contains lower quality audio than our usual. Thanks for bearing with us. Okay, so when last we left our heroes, you were in the midst of a ridiculous gigantic battle. Yay! Which now continues. <laughs> last time on Beast Wars. And so as we come in at the top of the round, um, the... Uh, Crojan eats what he kills has just entered the battlefield. The Cinderlander is making decisions and has just opened, I believe he's just opened fire on a, on a horde of fiendish mantises. Yeah, yeah, he just killed all kinds of things. And then at this point we get the other event from the end of last round, which is Crojan runs in, um, and he looks like he is in a little, uh, he, excuse me. He looks like he has been hard in the fighting. He is obviously in at least a bit of danger because he has been pursued by a couple of Ashwing gargoyles and Mantis assassins who have appeared on the bottom of your map. Um, Crojan himself, however, bleeding from a, pu- from a bunch of wounds, just roars in Shawante, Ferric Nascara! Till our skulls become smoke! And rushes in... And he is down here waving around under Elagos next to a Red Mantis assassin when oh, he has appeared on the battlefield. And Crojan runs in with his Earthshaker and his Claw and begins just swinging them violently. And I have now programmed him into Roll20, so hopefully this should work. Nice. Oh yeah, i got one more image left. Okay. Remember, kids, mirror image saves lives. Mm. Uh, uh, okay, so... Okay, so Crojan rushes in against the Mantis, and hit, hit, and miss, and hit for 14. Uh, comparatively poor damage for him. Uh, 37 damage. From his myriad attacks as he smashes into the Mantis Assassin with his Earthshaker and then brings the claw around and hooks into him. Woohoo. And So is that sorry, GM, is that another group of Mantises and Assassins? Are the green ones more Mantises and Assassins adding to the battlefield? Yes they are. Right. Okay. They are coming on as we hit 
Uh, round six. Okay. And Crojan runs in and waffles the hell out of the one that is covered in glitter dust. Yay! Brutalizes him a couple of times. And then that was the end of the last round. As we start into the next round, it's Team Fiendish Mantis. So, the Mantis that is running away from Varric, who is over on the left-hand side of the screen, continues to run, fearing for his Mantisy life. Um, Varric is pretty pretty scary. The Mantis who is clawing at Garin claws feebly at his protection from evil and gets nowhere. Yep. (laughs) Still good. Um... That unfortunately leaded to Mantis who um Two Mantises who um uh next ne- uh, relatively near Elagos and um, are not afraid of Verric. Uh, so one claws at Jack Celestial Griffin, makes a will save, fails it and can in- continues to endeavour to maul the Griffin. Oh okay, I thought that was the red one that was clawing at my c- celestial griffin. Ah, uh, yes it is, sorry. You're right. Uh, so, running away, Elagos, uh, so running away, Garen. Up there, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30. Right. One slowly wanders across the battlefield, and 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40. Interesting way of doing 3D terrain. Uh, Two of them wander across under Elagos. As Elagos is up in the air. Um, Silver is not up in the air, however. Silver's on the ground. He is not? Silver's on the ground, is he not? He fell, he jumped down last round and dispel magic on, um, Cinnabar? Cool, I didn't remember that. He, he and the boss were standing next to each other on the ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, so I don't know where Cinnabar's gone. No, she, you can't see her anymore. She has vanished. Oh, that's right. She's invisible. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see her on my GM overlay, so I know exactly where she is, but you shouldn't be able to physically see the token because you can't see yeah, the character. Yeah, like she went invisible. Okay, yep. So two fiendish mantis will attack Silver? Correct. And both provoke from him as they move within his threatened range. Cool. Stab a man to a silver and then get clawed. Or possibly clawed. That Just first one. I, yeah. I need to... Silver's still yeah. loading, so let's move on to Elagos. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's a purple thing near yep. me. A gargoyle? Is it in, is it in melee with me? Uh, it is indeed in flight next to you. Yes, but is it in flight next to me or is it in melee next to me? It is in melee next to you. Cool. Unlike um, other things, it has not landed on you. <laughs> can you five foot step in the air? Absolutely. As long as you possess the flying capacity to do so, which you do. Well, five foot step that way. Yep. And um, turn around and um, cast Searing Light on the Revenant. Excellent choice. The, this holy flame boils up in the wyvern's throat. Okay, does the range, the 15 range touch hit, um, Varric? Uh, very probably. Yes, indeed it does. Yeah. Cool. 
Roll a bunch of damage, Alagos. Lots and lots. Is Merrick undead? Yes, he is. No, he's not vulnerable to bright light. Cool. So just the regular undead searing light damage. Great. Um, villains are vulnerable to searing light. Like the light damage. Vampires are extra vulnerable, for example, because they really don't like light. But yeah. undead are more vulnerable to searing light than normal creatures. Which is why Verrick just took 42 points of damage. We need to address him by his full title. It's good guy, Verrick. Not anymore. He's a no. What do you do? Undead was like the one thing I was kind of prepared for. <laughs> you turned into a wyvern and killed like twelve gargoyles. It feels like you were you rescued Lucy. It feels like you were prepared for this fight. So the wyvern, the wyvern. I was thinking the boss fight was the giant worm, and I'd left most of my sheet the same. The wyvern makes arcane arcane gestures with its twisting claws and mutters yeah. some words and then there is a foof as the ray of light comes out of it and just engulfs Verrick who throws a hand up to shield his eyes and there is a as the light just seems to burn shadows away from his flesh and he looks substantively less solid when it has all passed mm. he doesn't show any signs of being um, wounded per se in that he's not bleeding or has holes in him or anything but that's definitely hurt Awesome. Great job. Oh, Verrick. <laughs> Where's the sympathy? Well, we gave him multiple chances. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who this is. When you bastards used Searing Light in my campaign on one of the four last bosses and killed it in one round. That's what that Searing was, Light is for. If you don't want us to knock out your bosses in one round, don't make them undead. <laughs> Him being a vampire was a whole point of that plot. <laughs> and he was a vampire who spent six hours stacking. Thank you so very much. Is that the vampire that begged us to, to, to kill him? No, that was that vampire's master. Your time oh, okay, yep, yep. Cleric incinerated him in one round. Never got shined out about his six attacks around. Now you know how Jared feels. Like a little baby. <laughs> Speaking of Varric, it's his turn. I notice he's moving away from the holy wizard. It's not your turn anyway, Silver. What you get is a surprise round, uh, is a provoke. So if you roll a totem spear attack against a man. Once you're in and ready to go, Susan, then. um, Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay, cool. We'll pause Varric's turn. He moves towards Garen. Uh, As two two fiendish mantises approach you, Silver, both of them provoke from you as they enter your threatened area. Okay, well, I can only attack one of them, so here we go. Oh, that looks I like I rolled something. Yeah, Here we go. Oh, sorry. Take the first one because it didn't it didn't pop up before. Yep. Um, so I had thirty one to attack and ten damage. Uh, is that reading it right? Yeah. Certainly is. How many hit points? He's just damaging his mantis. Cool. So as the first one rushes in towards you, you sidestep its claws and spear it with your totem spear and run it through. Oh, is it dead? Yes. Oh, nice. It, it has substantive amounts of damage from something, possibly an ice storm. Yes. <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> that being the case, the other one will step slightly closer. Uh, and their rolls earlier were... Right, 
The one who's dead rolls a 12, the one who's alive rolls a 23 and hits you. Oh, okay. So there's 10 damage as the mantis hooks you with a big claw and rips at you. Yeah. And then you need to make a grapple check as it tries to hold on to you. A grapple check, which one's that one? Uh, CMB? That's yep. a CMB check, isn't it? Yep. Yep. That's, that's great. It's not going to directly grapple, clearly. Am I grappled? Uh, I think the GM's still working on the Mantis actually rolling a grapple properly. No, he's rolled a, ra- a grapple there. No, I can't see what the, the result was. Silver nodges nimbly out of the way. Cool, so it grabs onto you and squeezes for a moment, and then you twist and pull out of the way. Nice. Hey. Uh, meanwhile... And you've taken the ten points of damage? Since yeah, it? working on that. Elsewhere in the battlefield, Varric moves up upon Garin, and did not give him a character sheet. There's always one person I obviously forget to. And reaches out to you with almost superhuman speed, with a 35 to hit you. Undoubtedly he hits me, yes. Does the protection from evil give you any bonuses against being attacked by evil creatures? Uh, yeah. But, but not enough to stop song, that. I wouldn't have expected so. Is my bard song no longer going? No, that still applies to different round. things. That applies to attack and damage, Susan. Not yeah, easy. This, is, this is attack. This is them attacking, sorry. I see the bard song stats on the screen. Uh, scroll up a bit. It's um, up above that blue mantis. Move them down and put them in the middle then. Okay. Then there. Okay, so, so you're saying, Jared? Uh, hold on, I've lost track entirely. Uh, okay, so let's jump away from Varric and do Susan. Susan, what's wrong with the Bard song? Oh, I, I, I didn't know what round we were at, but now that the turn count is back up, it says round six. Yeah, it must so have it runs out next way. round. Cool. So, Garen, Varric moves up towards you in sort of his Arcona Armsman uniform and has has his long sword out to hand and swings it. And as he does so, he glares at you with just murderous hate twisted across his face. And as he does so, he seems to move substantially quicker than he did when he was just walking around the battlefield, as if against you personally, his reasons to hate apply and he gets bonuses and things. Yep. You're a uh, favoured so enemy. Have 13 damages. He whips his longsword out with blinding speed and just slashes for you. Okay. Yep. And everyone remember that one of the guys in melee with Garen is an injured Shuante, so just be careful of that guy. Garen stabilised him, but he, he doesn't want to be fireball. Uh, and Garen, it is obvious to you that the the weapon that he is holding doesn't feel like steel at all. It feels like cold and darkness. Mm. It's effectively a part of him as opposed to he's a separate entity with weapons. So you couldn't, for example, disarm him of his long sword because it's meaningfully, it's just a manifestation of his hate as opposed to an actual sword. Yeah. And that is a Veric. And then, then it's something. What is it? The green thing. Team Yellow Gargoyle, who have entered with Crojan. 
fly up and do nothing in particular interesting. Uh, the the blue mantis runs away from Varric. Why Varric? Because he's scary. That's oh, right. Okay, cry of hate, and the other one failed as will save. Yeah. Uh, this one will go engage the uh, the. Yep. Attacks it and slashes it with his sawtooth saber and makes a hell will save. Just digging up my DC. Boy, it won't be that. Uh, yep, it's, it's totally a celestial griffin and it really wants him dead. He should keep stabbing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Team Blue. The green assassins that are down there begin to wave their arms and intone something and start to cast spells that continue to go. As in they're doing um, full-round actions. Cool. If anyone could drop anything on them, that would be lovely. Lucy, you're up. Okay. um, Hold on. Can we make spellcraft checks? uh, Yes, you certainly may. Oh, actually, yeah. I'll, I'll make a check too. I bet it's summoning more mantises. Yeah. It could be concentrating on the ones they already have. That's not a full round action. I'm all 20. Nice. Okay. So, it doesn't look... Well, that's a very similar set of rolls. (laughs) It doesn't look quite right compared to what you're used to, but some of the gestures and intonations are the same. You'd guess it's some sort of variant on a summon monster thing. Because they do not summon monsters with spells, they summon them with special red mantis oh, training. But that's okay. that's what's happening. They'll be summoning more yeah. fiendish monsters. Yeah. Right. Um, my turn. So yep. um, I'm gonna cast greater invisibility on myself. Nice. <laughs> uh, so that's fourth level spell. And I roll just d20 to see if I the wild. Um, our magic goes off. Yes, it goes off. Nice. <laughs> and um, although if you greater invisibility, this would be a good time. For, you could greater invisibility silver. That'd be fun. Everyone. Oh, yeah. Fifty-nine is. Um, oh, I I take the bet. It's fifty-nine, wasn't it? Yeah. I take the bad luck. Cut two d twenty and takes the worst on the next check. Gotcha. Oh, Lucy, you're still invisible. Hmm? Yeah. Owen will see you fuck up. Yeah. Lucy fucks up. No one in the space can hear you scream. Crap. I remember that. So Lucy's invisible. Yes. And I move. um, Oh, it says I'm invisible. (laughs) Excellent. Okay, I'm going to move um, sort of... Sort of. Uh, uh, oh, no, I can't drag my portrait. No, can we click well. our icons? I can click my icon. Yeah, I can click my icons. But... I can move mine. Yeah. You might um... need to change the, the, the setting on the top left-hand corner oh, okay. to the arrow. Okay, select to move. Uh, yeah, you should be in control of your own token. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's about my technical difficulty. My mouse is um, broken, so I'm using a tablet instead. 
Okay, just tell okay. me where you want to go and I'll move. Yeah, um, I'll go sort of, sort of like um, near Alagos, but like um, uh, sort of two squares down and, and two squares left from Alagos, <laughs> if that uh, makes sense. Also, from there, two squares down, please. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the right one. Well, as Lucy right. just said, she was fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with this. Just, just like roughly, I'm still flying too. So, <laughs> you're flying? Yeah. Okay. She was flying last turn. Yeah, I was flying last turn. And how high up are you? Um, same height as Alagos. So very um, fade doing... Yep. Yeah. Woohoo! I got lots of puffs up. <laughs> okay, and and that's you... my turn. What were you casting in the first place? I was casting Greater Invisibility just before. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so she's in. goes off successfully. Yeah. You bleed some bad luck into yourself. Mm. Yes. Okay, Team Silver. We're not okay. um, Christian, I'd like to do Glitter Dust on What's-Her-Face. Um, what's her name? The, the leader of the... She's so, so already invisible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is, is, would she the right area? Sorry? It, if it will work if you target the right area. Ah, true. My problem is, is I've, only got, I've only got one of them left. There's no guarantee of targeting the right area. Mm. She might well have moved. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've got two options. I can take a chance and target an area and hope that she's in it, or I can continue attacking this praying mantis until it's dead, and then holding a glitter dust until she attacks me. Seems to have merit. You are being oh. you are being attacked by a mantis. So I've got your ten foot template here, which I can put wherever you want. Because that's glitter dust as well. Jeez, oh, it's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. Hold on to glitter dust. I, I think it's blindly casting it. Would be yeah, because it's my last one. Um, I can't get it back again once I've gotten rid of it. Where was she standing? She was standing in front of me. Because you could drop it on, like, the Mantis and the Griffin or the Mantis and those two back assassins and hope to get her as well. Mm. well that That's be true. Hoping I'd get her. So, but, is that what's... Make attack someone. So, I'd, I'd wait, and then you yeah. can get her when she's visible and then to try to go invisible again and it won't work. No, she's, she's going to invisibility. greater invisibility. So she yeah, she, she's yeah. not going to become invisible. She's not going to become visible again once she attacks me. She's just going to keep attacking me while she's invisible. That's right. Take Which means that maybe, she's going to get sneak attack damage on me every turn. Take a punt then, I guess. You reckon? Well, pick one and do it now. Okay. Um, can I move the, the target? I don't think you can, but... Uh, uh, move it and you just tell me where you want it so we'll put it in front of me first in front of you there in front of you there in front of you uh, to my right to my right because that's where she was to your right yeah so not covering me yeah um, you. Uh, it is hitting Alagos, but won't go high up enough to do it so that's irrelevant okay so if i put it there um that's where she used to be should i go one step up one step up or just leave it there? It'll hit two opponents there. You might blind one of them. 
It's yeah. I don't think I'll blind the gargoyles. Well, you're only hit. Can you see the pink outline? You're only hitting one one pink gargoyle there. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, no, and I meant he's blind. He's hitting the gargoyle on the mantis. Right. You I can see that. Option and and hope that she didn't move. Um, otherwise, she's going to get a lot of attacks of opportunity on me, and I'm not going to. We'll yeah. just have to do the best we can. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll do a glitter dust on that. Okay. Now, um, you are in melee with a mantis. Yeah. With a fiendish mantis. So yeah. you're going to end up provoking them unless you do defensive casting. Or, or take, take a step back. Five foot step. Yeah, I don't think they have reach. Yeah, well, that's good. Jared's just checking if they have reach. If they don't have reach, that'll be fine. Uh, space reach. No, they do not have reach. Okay, so I take a five foot step and I do, I, I cast glitter dust. Sure. Um, the other one is there's an invisible cinnabar around somewhere. You well, that's, that's, that's what I'm casting it on, or I'm hoping to hit. Is I'm trying, I'm hoping to hit in Cinnabar, sure. but I'm casting it there because at least I hit two of the creatures. The question I'm asking you is: Are you taking any precautions to do defensive casting on the basis that you might be provoking from somebody that you can't see? Well, that's right. Yes, the answer is yes. Do I still need to do a defensive casting even if I've a five foot stepped? The point is, you Susan, you know. might be in melee with an invisible little mantis called Cinnabar. Do you want to pass defensively to avoid her attacking you? So and she, take you she could melee be with completely you? out of range of you. She could be standing directly behind you with the saw blade at your throat. So you're saying that she could be in front and she could be behind me. Yeah, I'd have to defensive cast, wouldn't I? What happens if I fail that? Then you lose the spell without effect. Mm, that's just going to have to be what I have to do, eh? Or you can just take if, the cast. If I defensive cast, then that means I may as well not move, eh? Yeah, because you're... Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, if I'm defensive casting, I'll put myself back where I was before. Cool. Cause... Make a concentration check. Actually, can I attack the praying mantis with my weapon from there? Yeah, uh, yes, because it is a big creature. Okay, cool. Okay, so defensive casting is what? Concentration check. A difficulty of, um, God help me, uh, pretty sure it's 15 plus spell level. Okay, yeah. so I've got, I've got a second level spell, so 12? 17. You're looking for a 17. Correct, you're looking for a DC of 17 on a concentration check. Shit, man, I'm gonna have to roll pretty high. You have fuck all ranks in, so you can yeah, do I've it or not. I've got six ranks in it. Um, well, the only thing you can do is just cast the spell and hope she take a five-foot step back, cast the spell and hope she's yeah, not behind me. Yeah, I'll take a five-foot step and hope that she's not behind me and cast it. Cool. Then... One moment. One moment. Oh, this is such a gamble. Yeah. There is a noise as something whistles through the air and swings at you, unseen. Oh, she is. Well, at least you know roughly where she is. You provoke from her. As she will... Uh, Jeez. Alright, 
so it's only the first one, um, which will hit you by a trillion trillion miles, yes. and deals you twenty one points of damage. Um, you now need to make a concentration check to finish casting the spell because now you're bleeding as you do it. Yeah. Which is at a um, completely horrendous difficulty. Yeah, I, don't, I very much doubt it. He can make that concentration check. I can't, also can't see the I'm damage. I don't think you could make it on your best day. You lose the oh, spell. Right. Nobody can see that her damage got. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I should probably stop hiding her at this point as well. I, I'm hiding her because I've. She's potentially a mantis person. Yeah, yeah, but we know which one she is. She's the invisible one. Yeah, yeah, but that was why, that was why her now. role was set on with for the start was. Yeah. You mean invisible as her roles are invisible? Yes, well, I, can, I can set it so only the GM sees the role. Okay, yeah. so she has a 39 to hit you, which will hit you effortlessly. Yeah. Uh, and 21 points of, of sneak attack damage. Yeah, so I don't roll high enough no. and I lose the spell. Yeah, so yep. as you're trying to concentrate on casting your glitter dust, something unseen whips out, and you feel a large mantis-like claw go across your throat fairly precisely. In front of me. Yeah, so she's in melee with you. Yeah, but from behind her in front of me. Yeah. Right now. She threatens you. Keep in mind, she was I don't get a direction. I just get to know that she's near me. Okay. She was no. large when you last saw her, so she could have reach. Yeah. Okay. Because she's in the form of a large mantis still, or was. Okay. Well, that was a waste of a turn. That's cool. Okay. All right. Red mantises. Okay. The red mantises will... Step up and flank Crojan and attack him. Good luck, boys. Uh, we've got one more on Garen who will stay the course, big man. <laughs> uh, so, against Garen. The Sawtooth Sabres whip out in a pair flanking you with the Mantis. And uh, 23 is the best one there, which I think we'll miss. Nowhere close. And then the same on Crojan. We're all going to be dead, and Garen's still just going to be up there methodically. <laughs> <pointing> <laughs> <to> the <laughs> guys. He's in a bunny. Crojan, uh, where are you? Yeah. So Crojan is, of course has his claw out his shield, but is in a blind rage. And so he gets hit, 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 missed, hit, and hit. Ouch. Is he okay? Uh, he seems to just shake some of this off anyway, like he's got DR. Good old barbarian. <laughs> Barbarianing, so he's wow. like 12 to 25... <laughs> Fuck me, that's not a good day. Uh, uh, Crojan takes 62 points of damage. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, he gets work. slashed repeatedly by these whizzing blades, 
cutting him in the hamstring, the back of the neck, and all his tendons, and he collapses to a knee and then... Keeps going, but he does not look great. Okay. I know. And that would be... Surviving purple gargoyle. I believe there's only one left. Yep. Oh, no, there's two left, but one of them's running away. No, come back, Elagos. Going to get rid of this template again. Okay, this this gargoyle, this is the one that can kill Elagos. The other one. Yep. Yeah. So it moves into melee with him? Absolutely. Provoking? No, five-footing as well. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Okay, so this one doesn't provoke, so... And thus I... it gets to utilize its scary full attack. Um... I I do I do have reach, GM. Um, so he five foot steps in, which is um, doesn't provoke from regardless of your reach or not, Elagos. Okay. Five foot steps. Five uh, and he brutally full attacks you. Okay. Yeah, baby, twenty to hit. Rock no. on. Does that hit? No. Okay. But at least he got to make four attacks. Yep. And the other purple one at the back, is he running away? Yes. In fact, I've already moved him away. Cool. Uh, no, I haven't, sorry. he's. I've flagged him as running. We're off at some point and those guys will come back, but that we're buying us precious rounds. Jack. Okay, standing alone, um, Jack will um, move back a bit and um, draw her wand of fireball. Yep. And drop a fireball. Cool. Um, so if you get that big red fireball template... Yep. My Sorry, desire... I Sorry, I can't delegate these to players. No, no, that's fine. Um you see those two green mantises at the back that are um, it's like they're going to summon yet more mantises to attack us. I do indeed. I want I want to drop it on them, but I want to see if there's anyone else I can get or if it's just them. Yeah, understood. Okay, so uh, you will not be able to hit the gargoyle without hitting Elagos as well. Okay, so um, don't want to do that because the because the fireball goes that far up. Uh, because the gargoyle is flying. The purple gargoyle is flying as well. Ah, uh, right, yep, cool. So I won't hit the purple gargoyle. Um, um, so you can drop it there and hit the fiendish mantis and two gargoyles. Yep. You can drop it further over and maybe hit Cinnabar or maybe not in there. You can see it moving back and forward. Yeah, yeah. Can I um, can I drop it on one of those red mantises in melee with Crojan without hitting Crojan? Like yes, that? Like, like so. Yeah, and then can I inch it up a bit to see if I can get Cinnabar as well while still hitting that guy? Yeah. Uh, that's the um, best you can do and still hit him, but you wanted the two green ones at the back. Yeah, yeah, but I'm looking at it. I can't get anything else and get them, right? It's just going to be them. Uh, correct. Yeah, and the, the I've remembered the Mantis's assassins are good at dodging, so I think that's my best configuration. I'll drop a fireball there. Now, will that hit the... Gargoyles. No, it will not, because they're at 30 foot height. Right. Um, but that's it will... Hitting, that's hitting a fiendish mantis, an assassin, and maybe Cinnabar. Yeah, I'd like the to give that a try. Are, the guys are casting? 
So would that affect their dodge if they're trying to do a full round cast? Uh, they end up with the same thing that um, Silver just got. If you hurt them, they're forced to make concentration checks to keep the spell. It doesn't <laughs> hamper them from dodging. Oh, okay. But it means if you set them on fire, then they have to make horrible concentration checks to keep their spell. And if they were regular casters, this would be a really effective tactic, but because they're assassins with evasion, they'll probably make their reflex saves. Mm. If they don't, it'll stop them summoning. But um, I'd rather at least try and hit Cinnabar and give Crojan some backup. Mm. So there you are. Yep. Oh, just I decimate that 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 mantis. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll definitely kill the mantis, which isn't a great scenario, but it will reduce our number of opponents. Right. If, we... so, if you want some real trigonometry, and I cannot remotely indicate this on a two D plane, um, what you could do is tilt that template so yeah. it hits. Uh, I'm just going to see if I can draw this. Uh, what's effectively an exploding line across here in mid-ear, which will yep. hit one of those gargoyles. Cool. Sounds good. Okay. I'll just leave the template there for the moment. So, reflex saves for all. What are they making it against? So, it's a, it's a wand of fireball, so it's not my spell DC? Correct. It's the minimum that you can have, which would be 14. Cool. So they're trying to hit a 14 on a reflex save. Lucy, how many d6s is a fireball? Uh, uh, what level? Uh, it's 10 maximum. 5d6 minimal. Okay. See if that worked. There we are. 20 points of damage for that fiendish mantis. And the Ashwing Gargoyle, but alas, not the Red Mantis Assassin. And Cinnabar may or may not have to roll a, a check. And if she does, I'll be putting it on Whisper. Yep. Alright, so fire engulfs the Mantis and the Ashwing Gargoyle horribly. The Red Mantis Assassin seems to dodge and roll nimbly out of the way. Yep. Way, you horrible template. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so, whoops. The fiendish mantis has gone with it, but. But the fiendish mantis is probably dead at this point? Oh god, yes. Yep, so you can it delete that. fire and horrifically burns. Good. And is immolated out of existence. Uh, Team Gargoyle is not immolated out of existence, but does not look happy. Cool. Fire when it flies into Elagos, he can bite it to death. Team Garen. Okay, full attack Varric. <laughs> oh yeah. First strike will be my um, second smite evil. Yep. Again, when you engage him, he seems to glare and hatred at you and react quicker, like he's getting bonus AC as well. Effectively, I think Elagos sort of explained this, the Revenant gets a whole pile of bonuses against you guys. Yep. Although not Elagos. Not Elagos, because Elagos did not murder him by any imagination. So Garen's going to look him straight in the eye and say, Ah, lad, you've had enough second chances. There we go. So the first one would be the smite evil. 
What is my smart evil damage? That is... Well, is it going to hit him? Those are very low rounds. One, two... So that's... 17, 18, 19, 22 to hit. Cool. Uh, yeah, of course, your roll's not taking into account your smite evil, is it? Yeah. Cool. Yep, so the first one hits him, although he moves rapidly to try and get away from it. Okay. So that's another... So that's 11... Plus two for the fire damage is 13. Plus 11 for the smite evil makes 24. Plus two from the bardic song makes 26. Makes 26. Cool. So you, you smash the earth shaker down into Verak as he attempts to move away. And bits of, bits of the shade that makes him up flicker and disappear. Nice. And he uh, looks reasonably yeah. poor actually. Good. Nice work smiting him. Keep nice work hearing lighting him, Alagos. Yeah. Alright, what about the second attack? That's Does what the same like... local good's all about, right, Adam? Hell yeah. Um, so the next one will be 21 and 18 to hit. Cool. Yeah. Why do you get the um, bonuses on all three of them? No, just the first one for the smite evil. Yeah, because you got a 19 and a 16. Yep, so I get plus two from the Bardic Song. And then oh, right. Smite Evil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So that's 20, right, I see 21 and 18, cool. So, so do those hit? The more you hit him, the quicker he seems to move to the point where he is dodging you like lightning, seeming to predict where the blow is coming from. That's annoying. And alas, <laughs> no, the other two do not hit him. But it was a good shot nonetheless. Someone hit him with magic missile already. <laughs> Well, now that Lucy's invisible and flying, she's hopefully going to start raining fiery death down on our enemies, because we certainly have enough enemies. Yep, I should be able to do that, in yep. theory. Okay. That and was then, turn. Yep, and then the remaining fiendish mantis, we've only got one left of those, don't we, and it's engaging my griffin? Or did it make its will save? Uh... No, I rolled through that earlier. It made its will. Sa- it rolled its will save and failed. So it does. Th- it does that now. Swings at the Griffin, makes a will save, fails. Picks the Griffin up. Looks very happy with itself. Cool. Um, uh, at which point, check how that one worked. Oh, yeah. There is another fiendish man that's there, right over that way. Uh. At which point it shakes the griffin, looks happy with itself, and ceases to exist. Must have gone in summoner at some point. Yeah. As they puff, as it simply just goes into red mist that dissipates immediately away as if it were never there. Or the spells just run out, Adam. Yeah, either way. They don't last forever. True, but they do last a reasonable amount of time, don't they? Yeah, they've got some kind of special ability about that. Ah. Those two green guys will be summoning some more soon. Okay. Uh, and Cinnabar, if she's here, doesn't do anything that people can see, although uh, people can make a horrible, horrible perception check to hear things. Is it possible to get it with a natural 20? Uh, 
probably not. I'm just looking up the um, thing for how hard it is to hear an invisible person now. Well, Elgos El- certainly might as well roll, but I think we were looking for more than a nine. No, I got a 14. On the other hand, there's no law saying that even Elgos has to make every perception check. Thank you. There is a law. If anyone's going to make it, it's going to be him. There's a law. (laughs) Yeah, but when you have plus 20 to your perception, I think you've contributed enough to the party. Okay, so she's actively rolling stealth. Uh, Yeah, I didn't roll well. Stealth. Oh. Elsewhere. Hang on, do I have to roll it again because of bad luck? <laughs> yeah, you do. I, yes, actually, but you, so you fail one way or the other. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> but that was a good opportunity to use up the bad luck. Yeah. I so. you, got your, you got the 20 on that, though. Yeah. Oh, she rolled badly. The, the 20, 25 probably wasn't going to do it. So, Elgos, you hear the, the faintest whisper of her doing something, but not enough to actually get anything useful out of it. Mm. Beyond confirming that she is still here, invisibly, which probably doesn't surprise you terribly. Not really, And nothing obvious happens. Nobody erupts in blood, etc., etc. I suspect she's putting all her buff spells back up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And that would be on to the events at the end of the round. Yeah. God. Hopefully it's a good yeah. event. Yeah, well, I think most of them are. It's just some of them are. I'm kind of hoping Crojan rolls out, but I don't know if that's how it works or if he just stays there. Uh, he stays there until his event is done. Right. Again. But his event is not done. He is here for multiple rounds. Okay. So Crojan bleeding from everywhere and surrounded by red matted assassins. Curses at them in Shawante. And destroys them. Please destroy them. Snowball, Daranok, Ipitrok, Shawante. Our thunder rolls across the Storville Plains. And swings his weapons into the mass of assassins. Uh, assassins. Uh, no, no, the assassins do not swing. Crojan swings. He's a swinger. Brutal. Okay, so... Because if he kills one of them, they won't be able to sneak attack him anymore. Well, the damage he's rolling is, is pretty pathetic. <laughs> yeah, he got a minimum on one of them. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, guys, again, same thing as last week. There's a million fucking things here. Yeah, you're doing fine. So, the first assassin gets smashed into by the hammer and drops. Sweet. Good job, Crojan. And the second one takes 19, uh, no, missile. So, 22 points of damage. Well, that's going to help. Yeah, that's helpful. Which is good, because the assassin's going to full attack him, and if he was doing it with sneak attack, it would probably kill him. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the sneak attack that was wrecking him the last time. He took, like, yeah. 9d6 sneak attack damage. No, more. 
18 d6 sneak attack damage over that. Yeah. Whereas this time he'll be able to apply his DR to regular damage, which will be a lot more effective. Yeah, so Crojan does not look like he's necessarily going to drop imminently, but he does look um, reasonably hurt. He is definitely in danger, if not in imminent danger. So that is one. Um, The second one is that Elsewhere on the battlefield, unseen by everyone sort of still under the, under his hide, we see the Cinderlander lying prone with Vindication the crossbow up. And he looks across at Crojan and sees the heavily wounded Shawante and a slow oh. smile spreads across his face and his finger twitches. And he... For my people. For Avienne. For its future, not its past. And fires. Oh, it's assassin. And two bolts rip through the assassin threatening Crojan, one through each eye. Oh my god, Fatality! And Crojan glares around as he hears the whistling and sees the bolts appear. Wow. And screams out in a rage at the Cinderlander. I will find you! And go on to. Seriously? Even though the guy just saved his life? He is in a berserk rage, so yeah. it's not speaking clearly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I suspect this is probably going to solve Garen's problem, too. I, Garen has a problem? <laughs> Well, the, the problem is we'd like you to help us with the rest of our opponents because the rest of us are in big trouble except our wyvern friend who's apparently immune to oh, gargoyle what? attack. Hey, I've been, I've been holding up like two assassins, a mantis, and a revenant. I think I've been helping. I'm not saying you haven't been helping, but there's a heck of a lot of melee that our casters are having to absorb. True. And her bolts go through the eyes of the red mantis assassin by Garen, who also drops like a rock. Nice. And I believe that is all of the red ones. Because the thing is, Garen, once you drop Varric, you can just walk away from the Mantis at that point. Mm. And come help um, Silver Killer. The Mantis could attack the human. Speaking of, has it, shouldn't that human have left by now? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm going over here. <laughs> yeah, because the plot event's been resolved. <laughs> yes. All right, and that was round six. Yep, and that is plot events of Crojan 2, Cinderlander 2, and that is that. Cool. Both of them remain active. Uh, Then we come around to round seven. Uh, This round, when Silver's round ends, his bard song runs out. Cool. Um, so at the, um, in Jack's turn in round nine, um, the Celestial Griffin will disappear because she's no longer maintaining the spell. Yep. It's concentration plus three rounds. Cool. That's probably not as relevant, but I'll it there. Okay. A Fiendish Mantis claws at Garan, does nothing, and ceases to exist. Nice. Okay. Uh, Sweet. There we go. It exists, then it doesn't exist, then it exists, then it doesn't exist. 
The, yeah, we'll be a new set of them shortly, but that's good progress about those ones. The other fiendish mantis stops running away from Verrick, moves towards Garin, and ceases to exist. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is Elgos, then Verrick. Cast um, protection from fire on myself. Yep. Uh, the gargoyle is there. Do you care about provoking from it? No. Cool. Cool. It takes a swing at you anyway, because it can, and it might crit you. Nope. Nope. You are protected from fire. And then I'm going to move. Whoa. Here. Nice. Look, I'm so close to the fire. <laughs> what are those green things? Red matter. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Are you coming down to them, Alagos, or are you staying up? I'm going to be about, ooh, um, let's go with... Uh... Let's go with uh, 15 feet in the air. Go. Varric turns his murderous hate against Garin. And swings out with the longsword blindingly quickly twice. And... You are not get you. You can hear words coming out of him, but it is just this kind of incoherent rush of rage. Hey, you kill you, Melia! You talk about me the end of you. Twenty six and twenty five, respectively. Miss, double miss. Thank yep. you for protect. Thank you, protection from evil. He swings with extraordinary speed, but. No subtlety or grace, just anger and rage and hate. And yay for rolling poorly. That could have been nasty. And then Team Yellow Gargoyle. Alagos, how fast do you fly? Um, it's Something like 140, 150. Okay, cool. So you've got yeah, enough. Yeah, 150. To... Cool. So you've got amply enough distance to go around the gargoyles without provoking from them. Yeah, that's fine. Don't they? Oh, they're not too slow. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty. Yep, they can do that. We, we, uh, they will provoke from you as they close on you. I love these gargoyles. I love how they always attack Alagos. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> they really be hurting me. <laughs> I keep flipping between my spells and my um. Sing me. Uh, and one of them is substantively more wounded than the other one, having been set on fire. Cool, I'll attack the one that's wounded. Yep. 
see us, uh, the rest of us drop big spells on them so you can eat them in one bite. Yep. It's, it's excellent because they have um, physical DR. Yep. Oh, you hit it, unsurprisingly. Wait. Yeah. 17 damage. Wow, you got a lot of ones. Oh no, yeah. So you bite extensively into it, but cannot seem to find good purchase and mostly just bounce off the stone. Yep, it was a shit roll. Oh well. But you can't, you know, you've killed one gargoyle per bite the last six times this has happened, and they've done two damage to you, and that was like six of them attacking you. So I think it can be said the tactic is working. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the blue mantis assassin who has been sprinting away from Beric looks over his shoulder like the devil himself is chasing him. Suddenly seems to screech to a halt, looks round, the fear seems to have left him. And he turns around, looks how far he is away, and just runs flat out across the battlefield, up straight towards Silver, but pulling himself up short of the totem sphere. Cool, so he double moves then? Yep. He gets right up, but is not prepared to provoke the attack of opportunity, and the other one is going to kill this griffin. Yep. Uh, In fact, he will move to a mildly more advantageous position for griffin killing. Why is it mildly more advantageous? Uh, based on their secret assassin plans and what they're <laughs> endeavoring to do and shit. Oh, right. flanking bonus. He does not make his will save versus um, my illusion DC. He does not. It is still a it's still a griffin, and he still needs to fight it. And I am so proud right now. <laughs> I, just, I was just doing this to distract man to distract the giant mantis. I didn't think it would work on the people. The no, green is though, it is the green assassin's turn. And their full round has not been interrupted. Yep. So, one moment. I think we have more mantises. Yep. Yay. But it's going to be your turn next, right, Lucy? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the moment, Alagos is protected from fire. <laughs> well, you don't know oh, that. Jesus, five of them. I do know that. Works. But he's on one side. <laughs> I'm just manifesting them all in one place. I'll move them in. Yeah. There's six of them. Mantises. Like, two, 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 two uses of the spell. They both cast Lucy's, the spell. Lucy's seen me cast protection from fire a hell of a lot. Yeah, I think I already recognized it, right? I'm a spellcaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Silver's not, you know, good. Oh, that's not good. It is logical, though. That's not good at all. Yeah. There we are. I need to add them back into initiative. Garen, does this give you some context about what I'm talking about when I say that we could really use you over here, even though I know you are fighting a big bad guy? Yeah, I know you could use me over there, but trust me, you don't want this revenant on you. Yeah, you're doing a great job killing him, and he is hideously dangerous. Yeah. Okay, so people may make me another perception check. Yeah, come on, rolling better. 
Well, you, you know, it wasn't that great of a baseball. You can certainly potentially pull it off. I'm not sure that I can, but that's the spirit. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Well, I see nothing. That's what we've come to expect from you. Hey, come on, be nice. It was a positive compliment. We've got come to expect that he'll make every perception check, and that's a 35. Yeah, so, Elagos, you hear mutterings in a faint feminine voice that sounds very off, as if it's been made around sort of warped mantis lips. Mm. Um, Cinnabar is also casting Summon Mantis at the same time. And has timed herself so her spell goes off with theirs. Oh, that's clever. Ah, uh, um, that's why we got right. So many mantises. Uh, just need to see if this things is creature. Unfortunately, the green guys will also get to act as well as dropping a ton of mantises on us. Okay, so. Your successful check lets you hear that she is over there somewhere. I'm trying to think how. You can draw a sort of circly thing on the map, roughly where yep. she is. Yeah. Uh. So it does not remotely give you a precise location. So she is sort of over here somewhere. Yeah, that, that's kind of I thought she was. In this group of chaos. Yeah, yeah. I put that out in my own sense. And as she is not making any attacks, she does not appear, but as she's improved and visible, it wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then separately, can people give me another perception check, as it's also possible that one of those mattresses is her? <laughs> Natural <laughs> zero! <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, uh, I rolled a 20! Do I see I... something with a 20? <laughs> Alagos rolls higher than me, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean anything. He always rolls higher than us. Yeah, I rolled really badly. None of those mantises are her. You are quite confident. Well, that's good to know as far as it goes. Mm. She's still invisible. Pop, pop, pop. Uh, Two pop into being on... Now I'm going to get to use this... um, Ride rules stuff, aren't I? <laughs> yes, oh, no. Have. I wondered why you came up with that. I'm dropping mantises on wyverns. I didn't even know this was a thing until this battle. Well, I know for a fact that you can summon things onto any surface that can hold them. You can't, you're explicitly yeah. not allowed to summon them into midair. On the other hand, the last time Alagos couldn't buck them off because he had Silver and Lucy on his back? Yes. This time you can totally just turn over if you want. Alright, they look woefully unsteady. Uh, they appear. Hold for loading. Okay. So, Elagos, two large mantises appear on your back out of thin air. There is no weight, and then suddenly there are two reasonably light, because they're mostly just chitin, appear on your back, claw feebly at you. That's that. Uh, Jack and Silver. Uh, yep. Uh, Lucy, did Lucy go? Oh, no, I didn't go. No, no, the Fiendish Mantises. Yeah, it's appearing and taking their turn. Oh, Oh, okay, so you're going to attack us. Okay. Yeah. So Lucy's invisible, so, yeah, right, so it's Jack and Silver, of course it is. Yep. Okay, so which which of the... I'm under control, so... Okay. Miss Silver on an eight. 
potentially hit Jack on a 19, 19, 15, 17. Uh, sorry, the 19 and 15 are you, Jack. Okay, so I roll a um, D2 and um, one is um, one is my image. Yep. This is it. Okay, my last image dies on the first attack, so I have no mirror images left, cool. and a um, 17 does not hit me, so the second mantis misses me. Cool. Or possibly a 15, whichever one. Yeah, I think it was a 19 and a 15. The 15 misses me. Uh, and the last one steps down here and misses Crojan. Cool. And then ducks under Lucy. Cool. That's all of Team Fiendish Mantis, and then it is Lucy and Silver. Do the green assassins get to go, given that they've finished their full round attack? Uh, full round action? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, you don't have to if you don't want to, I just thought that that, <laughs> that was how yeah, yeah, just work. looking at them and thinking about what they're doing. Right, yeah. They fire at Elagos and miss him twice. Okay. I presume a 25 will miss you. Meredith? She's still on the channel? Uh, yeah. yeah. She's still there. Hello? Yes? Um, yeah. Well, a I 25 presume 25 is nowhere near your AC? Yep. Nowhere near. Nope. Cool. They shoot longbows futilely at Elagos, and now it's Lucy. All right. Oh, dear. Um, this is not looking good around Tech and um, Silver. Nope. Um, On the other hand, there may not be all that much you can do about it. No, there's Fireball. not much. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay. I'm going to drop a fireball um, around Alagos because I've seen him casting um, the Lyrizum spell. It's hit all four. So I like to drop it so that I can hit um, as many things as possible around there. Yep. Should be everything. Uh, no, because keep in mind things are in the air, oh, but they're only yeah. put in the air, so that's cool. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yes, you can indeed hit everything there. Excellent. So I endeavor to do so. Um, so Elagos will still want to make a reflex save because it determines how much of the protection right. is used up. Yeah. All right. Um, so I will... Start by cast, uh, <laughs> okay. Failing, failing, failing the thing. And then, let's see what we get. Ha, ah, it's be fun. It's not gonna be a good day to be an Ashwin Gug, well. You know. Oh, that's gonna be a fine day to be a red mantis. Time slows. Caster gains an additional standard action immediately after the spell is resolved, which may oh, not be oh, nice. all of the same level as the one that set off the effect. I'll just copy that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> oh my god. This is actually a good one, guys. Okay. Let's resolve one first. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, so fire um, bursts out across all these things. Fireball is 10d6, right? Yeah. yeah. And Elagor's saved, so he'll only be taking half of that on his protection. Yep. No, not great, but there you go. So what am I taking? 
33 halved, which is 16. So 16 points of protection lost. I don't know if you've got like 100 or 120 or whatever, but it must be somewhere up around there. Yeah, it's 120. Cool. You have so, 104 now. Elagos, fierce fire rips all over you. Fortunately, you're both protected and this is sort of your plan, so you've seen this coming. Yeah. So you roll, you roll as the fireball hits you. I am, however, covered in oil. It's true. I don't Does know if this makes a difference. Yes, it does, because now oh, the rider of that goes off. Um, uh, the thing is that this is a good way to use it up while he's got the protection from fire on him, because it'll burn up the oil, even if he takes more damage now. So yes, yeah. that's what I thought. As the fire burns up all around you, uh, let me just look up, look up oil. Oil to flame. Uh, uh, so you have already been hit by this, so you don't get a save to get rid of it. Uh, so... You take eleven points more fire damage. Well, does it affect the thing standing on me? Yes, yes, it does. Okay. Uh, they would make reflex saves, but since half damage is going to kill them anyway, I won't bother. So fire rips all over you, and then there is a further and secondary foom as the oil that is coated all over Alagos goes up in flame and explodes, ripping through him and eviscerating the two fiendish mantises that are on your back, along with Lucy's extensive fire. I love Lucy. (laughs) You're pretty great too, though. This was an excellent excellent plan. I gotta laugh for Adam. What about the... um, Well, that's because I recognise the title of the show. Alright, so I get another standard action. <laughs> Hold on, wait till Jared finishes his roll. Yep, yeah. so the gargoyle that has already been wounded by Jack's fire gets torched heavily more and falls out of the sky. The other one takes a significantly smaller amount of damage and is still relatively okay. Hmm. And then steps back into initiative because this token deleted. Oh, and then the two red matches assassins, unsurprisingly, roll out of the way with extraordinary speed. Okay, Lucy, what are you going to use for your second action? I wouldn't recommend another fireball there because um, cannot cast on a fireball. It can't um, be a third level spell. Yeah, right. so I'm thinking. What do you think I, about magic missileing Varric like Adam wanted? Yeah, I mean that's because Varric was looking pretty rough, eh? Yeah. Um, and, if we can kill him, Garen can come help or us out. Blast a corner of cold around where you are, Zach. If I make my reflex, I'll be fine. If I, I don't can, make I my think reflex. I can aim corner of cold so that you, it misses you. Mm-hmm. I think it's a corn, so. It depends on how far it goes, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've never casted corner of cold before, so I'm just looking up. Um, so. A sixty-foot cone is pretty hofty. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can shoot one at me and not hit me. Yeah, it'd be that either Jack or Silver gets hit. Okay, so that's a bit too risky because 
Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate your desire to help us with our mental problem, but yeah. you're killing okay. off the people that Jack, that Eleanor can go and fight bringing us aid. Yeah, I'll um, just then um, magic, um, magic missile Varric. Okay, so question, do I have to cast a wild magic check again? Yes, because yep. you're having another standard action. Okay. So the cone of cold is like that long at its um. Apex, oh right, so it's quite substantive. Yeah, it is. Okay, so it's gonna hit. Okay, which Never is good if you've got a whole cone of enemies. But unfortunately, yeah, yeah, do. yeah. Okay, I don't want to hurt you guys. Okay, um, <laughs> so I cast magic missile, and it was easy. Okay, magic missile is gonna go off at very. No. <laughs> and it's um hold on what was the damage? Um Did you did you mean to thundercall just then, Susan? Sorry, they ignore that. I'm trying to I'm adding it as a as an attack to my cool. list of things I can attack with. So it's um eleven uh, hang on. Uh, It's 5d4 plus 5? Does that sound right? Does sound right. There you go. Pieces flicker off Verrick again. And he does not look terribly happy. <laughs> Good well, job. In so much as the angry revenant of hate could ever look happy. He looks even less happy. Oh, Silver. and I'm, I've got to move. Yep. Silver, you can feel the magic of your courage-inspiring song starting to fade as you have been doing too many other things away from it. We'd yeah, but I can't, I can't reactivate my Inspire Courage just yet, cause I have a whole bunch of people who are cool. in need of me protecting them. Cool. You're so doing a good job. It Sorry? stays up for your turn and then runs out at the end. Okay, um, so I want to do a Thunder Call on the three praying mantis around me and Jack. Yep. That will presumably also hit me? No. Nope. Have a look. Nope. Oh, yep, sweet. Yeah, I did the math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I see I don't want to attack a, a Jack, because Jack is yep. small and precious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I, I think I've done this right. Out that perfectly. Um, I, I think I've done this right, um, Jared, if you can check. But, yeah. Oh, I did a crit. <laughs> so there's no roll. Oh, Okay. Because so it's a thunder call, they make yeah, a save. Barrier effect. All you're doing is rolling the damage, okay. which is thirteen. And I'll, I'll change it to be just damage. But as you're not, um, <laughs> I don't know why there's two attacks either, because you're only rolling. No, I just take the first one. I don't know why it's given me two attacks. To three d eight plus zero. Yep. Jeez, that was a really, really crap damage. Uh, and I would say they probably, uh, two of them certainly will make that for you save. 17, 14, 16. Yep. 
pretty sure they make that fort save, but you're welcome to give me your DC for it. I don't know what my DC is. Sorry, I'm still trying to look up the spell. Um, Moving along. So they, but they will take 13 points of damage. Yep. Cool. It's just so that they don't get shaken, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a secondary effect. The the, the other part of what I'm going to do is I am going to. Oh, jeez, I'm going to draw all over myself. Um, I am going to. Is that flanking? You're standing Uh, in melee with the mantis. Yeah. You're going to provoke one. Is that flanking? No. That's not flanking. Do I need to go to here to flank? This is if you're trying to flank with Grojin. Yes. And even then, because you're using a 10-foot weapon, you need to be back here or here. Oh, no, sorry, because it's a huge creature. Yeah, you can be there. Yeah. Um, but um, it's not flank there? Yes, but you will provoke from two of the mantises in the process of moving through there, unless you tumble. And, um, and probably Cinnabar as well. Or tumble. You'll probably provoke three and times. And then tumbling's only half your movement, so it's only going to get you to there. Okay, so that's not going to flank. Okay, um... I am going to draw, um, try to draw some of the, the the mantis's attention. Can I do that, or have I not got enough move? What are you trying to do? Well, Corrigan's low on hit points. Yep. So you have I want to take action some... left. Sorry. You have a move action left because you've just spent your standard making a thunder call. Yeah. So I want to move in the way uh, so that 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 some of the attention's taken off Corrigan. So you want to tumble over to that spot so the mantis has the choice to melee you? Yeah. Okay. So make a tumble check. Okay. So like to here? No, you can uh, only get again, you can only get to where Jared. Yeah, so to here. Fifteen foot of movement yeah. if you're tumbling. Fifteen foot of movement. So that's what five, ten. So I could get five, to there. You move, no, you're moving uh, diagonally. It's where five, Jared put you. Ten, fifteen. Do you have and any extra movement from anything? No, I've only got 30-foot movement. Then you're stuck there. Okay, okay. so that's that's an acrobatics. Yep. Which is only a 15, so you'll make that with ease. Yeah. Yep. So Jeez, you man, I rolled low. Yeah. <laughs> it means that you don't provoke from Cinnabar as you move, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Corrigan, come to me if you need healing. Can everyone hear everybody? Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm just calling out to Corrigan. If he needs healing, come to me. Yep. So Silver moves into melee with Corrigan's um, mantis, um, or moves up to to draw attention from Corrigan's. Crojan's Mantis, and it's a purple, uh, after the Thunder Corning, and it's a purple gargoyle's turn. Crap. Uh, provokes from Silver as it flies down. Less crap. So, uh, give me a sec, my screen is not wanting to work with me. Totem Spear. Oh, that wasn't very much, was it? Oh, no, hang on, that wasn't me. Where's me? Oh, there's there's me there. Okay. That, that, that wasn't so bad. And as it flies in towards you, Silver, you skewer it with your magical totem sphere, 
piercing through its DR and killing it. Yay! Okay, that solves the purple gargoyle problem. Yep. Jack makes a tumble check. Flips nimbly backwards. Um, in her new knot in melee with um, several mantises positions. Yep. Um, she wishes to, let's see, I can't drop another fireball on those mantises. There's no way I can avoid hitting silver. Um, hang on, let me just see about where I'm tumbling to. Uh, still no, no, it's just too big a spell. Inspire courage is gone. Yep. Okay. Uh, can you just move? Um, can you move the template to hit Varric and see if fireball? I can do? Yep, the fireball template to hit Varric without hitting Garin or Easy. Lucy. Wait, I drop a fireball on Varric. I point I out hate. you have no idea where Lucy is anyway. True. Um. Uh, yeah, and she's in the sky and stuff. Yep. So I don't Lucy know where she is. In the sky with diamonds. Yep. I drop a fireball on Varric. Lucy in the sky with fireballs. And, and then I drop my useless fireball wand. Cool. Text your fireballs and just attach one person with it. <laughs> Fuck. I hate Varric. Uh, it's coming from a wand, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. He does not get to apply his bonuses against it. He does not hate the wand, he hates you. <laughs> Sigh. And I call over at him. He probably, probably won't mean anything to him in his current state of coherence, but I call it, this is the fireball wand Malia used to try and kill me, to try and get me killed. I'm glad I killed her. I don't think the Revenant cares, I think the Revenant's just angry. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm angry too. The level of hate properly doesn't change. Yeah, he's a little nimbus of hate. <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless, I used the fireball wand that Malia endeavoured to use on Iliosa to attack Varric Van Kastikin for 18 points of fire damage. Cool. So he makes the save and takes half of that. Bugger. <laughs> Taken quite a bit from me and um, Adam, Garen and Lucy. Yeah. I know, but and if uh, the eighteen would prob- might well have done it, I'm not sure the nine will. Again, he shows no real appearance of wounds because he looks very much like he did in life, but cold and dead and slightly translucent. But large chunks seem to just flicker off in the flame. And he seems shadow-like, as if he is barely clinging to the world. Sweet. His hate is burning out, literally. Cool. Haters hit points. Garen. Okay. DR can do this. Um, 10, 15, 20, 10, 15, 20, 30. Okay, so I'm going to use a move action to get out get a bit closer to the action, so that will provoke from Varric. Gosh, you're just going to ignore him. 5, 10, (laughs) 15, 20, 30. Yep. So he gets an attack of opportunity against me. Indeed he does. 
Hmm. Well, well, if one an if one if twenty instead of one d twenty. Well, so then you get a plus three. On <laughs> uh, that will hit you, I imagine. Uh, whatever you were up to. Yeah, that'll. I think that'll hit. Yeah, yeah, that'll hit. For eight damage. Okay. So that's eight damage. That brings me blah, 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 calculation. Okay, so it is a standard action. I'll use lay on hands to boost my HP by thirty points. Yep. <laughs> Can I touch yourself again? Are you going? Man, that's no joke. <laughs> All right. You do realize if you die in this battle, we'll be unimpressed by the assassins. Shush. <laughs> I don't intend on dying in this battle. It'll be shameful in front of Corrigan. <laughs> Thank you, Corrigan. Looks like you might be killing Amanda. So, Crojan calls out in, in Shawante again. He's more getting his own blood up than actually um, accomplishing any productive threats or anything here. Yells out to the Mantis in Shawante as he clangs on his shield. I am Crojan eats what he kills. I have faced every beast of the Cinderlands. You, I, I fear nothing from an overgrown bug and just rips into it with his claw and his shield and goes, ka-crunch, ka-crunch. Yay! 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 Actual fighter levels. Oh. Walks forward with Silver Rose. You are a healer. Steps forward. Steps forward. Um, and the conversation will continue when it's my turn. <laughs> okay, so that's Crojan's event, presumably. He kills the shit out of the mantis and asks for healing. And as he staggers forward towards Silver, a red line opens up on his bicep from an unseen source. <laughs> <laughs> he has laser vision. <laughs> I think that would be more Cinnabar from the lady. Ever wrote oh. from Cinnabar. Cinnabar. And he looks pretty awful. Oh. Which means that you'll provoke as well when you tr- you may provoke as well when you try and heal him. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, means she's perfect. near. Yeah, we knew that. Uh, the Cinderlander has done his two rounds now. So, off unseen elsewhere in the battlefield, we see the Cinderlander is picking targets with his with his crossbow, tink tink, and then suddenly seems to sense something and rolls to one side as a sawtooth saber whizzes down where his head was, um, and he rolls up to find himself facing two red mantis assassins, and one of them calls out to him, muffled from behind the mask, "We paid you fair and square, traitor." <laughs> oh, and the Cinderlander glares oh. at them. Boys, you're in my home now. What I say here goes. I've survived 30 years in the Cinderlands. I don't see you making the next 30 seconds. <laughs> With the crossbow and moves off into the general fight. Good Taking wow. <laughs> up and taking names. Uh, and then we get the... 
next, next, next event. Is who's badly injured here? Trojan. Okay. Um, um, can we actually ask the question for the, all the players to speak instead of just saying Crojan? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I was just joking around. Um, I'm on half hit points. I'm on a bit over half hit points. Taking two damage. At 20, which is bit around a half. <laughs> and Garen, how are you now? He's probably taken no damage. Adam? That's going to be nice and easy. Yeah, I've taken damage, himself. thank you very much. I just healed myself, so I'm back up to 83. Yep. Things stagger into the battlefield. Thousand bones pursued by a red mantis assassin. Oh. Um, and he staggers in, drops to one knee, puts his hand in the ground. You see this is not coming from weakness, but from strength as he draws something off the earth. And the dust around him seems to just ripple slightly in what will hit Jack and Garen and Silver and would hit Lucy, but he doesn't know you were there, so he does not target you with this. Um, as there is a ripple, and everyone's wounds seem to net up as the dust swirls around them. Yay! Nice. So he runs in and casts masculine wounds. Ooh, Yay! Nice. I'm glad we were already friends, because I like him so much right now. <laughs> and everyone regains eight hit points, Crojan included. Eight that hit points, excellent. excellent. Nice. I think Crojan could probably still use some healing, but that will certainly help. And basically, Thousand Bones runs on, followed by Deedly, 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 and Assassin. Okay. And that is the event phase. Yep. Prone heat. Fight. Yes. Elgos. Uh, could I please have a 20-foot burst template? Yes, you could. That is the bright red one, wherever that went to. That's to the right. Yep. Got it. Uh, uh, Where-ish would you like it? Could you please place it over the uh, three mantis and in the area I suspect Cinnabar to be having made my perception check? Theory certainly. Templates were playing out. Uh, deedly, deedly, deedly. Cool. So let me know where you want it. So I'll start up and then sort of go down, sing out if you want it across or further up or down. Uh, or down. Down. Uh, to, uh, up, no, that up one. Yep. And then uh, to the right one. To the right there. Yep, I'm going to cast Dispel Magic. Cool. That is going to hit Silver and Crojan as well, you're aware. Uh, do they have any effects up? I thought yeah, Silver ran do. out. Both uh, of them. What you have up, Silver? Uh, well, I've got magic weapons for one thing. Um, give me a sec, I'll see what magical items I'm wearing. Magical items are not affected by an area dispel. Cool. Oh, okay. If it's if it is not affected, then I should be okay. Half spells up that'll affect them. That's nice and easy. So yeah, Crojan, you have no idea of, but no would be a reasonable presumption. Yeah. And then I make a whole lot of checks. That's awesome. Awesome. 
That is so oh. awesome. I'm in melee with a thingamy, but I'm going to five foot step up, effectively. Sure. If that's possible. Uh, no, in fact, you can't, because when you five foot step up, you are still in its range. When you think about it three dimensionally. Okay, so I. You. But in a, in a direction. If it doesn't hit you, you don't have to make a concentration check. That's oh, fine. He can also just fly away from it a bit. That's true. Um, as long as he's not moving out of the dispel range, which I think is hefty long. Yeah. I've got 210. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, let me know when you want me to start making checks on all yep. that. So, one, two, three for the mantises. They all have a magical effect on them because they're summoned creatures. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so great. Imagine if you pull off dispelling all three magic mantises and cinnabar. Two mantises disappear. One does not. Yep. That's an awesome effect even before we see if you make Cinnabar visible. Okay. Uh, followed by another one. The blue mantis seems to slow down slightly. Followed by another one. Crojan looks a little weakened by something. Ah, sorry, Crojan. I think this was worth it. And another one. Uh, and one more. A large blood red mantis appears, towering yes. over Crojan and Silver. That was what <gasps> I was trying to do. <laughs> oh no. Yes. It remains a mantis, however. Yeah, well yeah, I failed um I failed great. the last one, but I don't yeah, think that in the mantis one possibly. Uh no, I think Last time someone dispelled, we proved that that wasn't a magical effect. That was some yeah, kind she's, of... she's, she's using some kind of thing that isn't a magical effect for that. But it's probably one buff spell that she's cast on herself didn't get dispelled. But if you were going to succeed on one, the invisibility, greater invisibility was an excellent choice. Yeah, that was the one I was hoping for. Well, yeah. okay, guys, enjoy. That's my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty great. There goes two, two, two out of the three mantises. Yeah. That would be good <laughs> Yeah, that was just, the fact that she was standing next to them was just a bonus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you did remove one of Trojan's buff spells, but you removed two mantises, her invisibility, and a buff spell on that blue mantis. I don't think Varric is done with you, Ugarin. Die! You can't escape justice! You have to die! Yeah, he's becoming a bit of a pain in the ass. Well... You, to, to, you can pull it yeah, out. Hit. 36 to hit, 11 damage. Okay. Well, thankfully Garen's healed up a bit since then, so... And he just sprints after you like a maniac, moving at high speed. Yeah. Uh. Okay, there's one poor little Ashwin gargoyle down there. Oh, and, um... He glares around at everyone, excluding Elagos, including Lucy. He sees oh. you. Damn. Oh. Yeah. Uh, makes no bones about hiding it, because, um... Coming convenient. Okay. Little gargoyle? Uh, is just contemplating something in his life. Cool. 
feels no real need to do that. Uh, the gargoyle will actively move back to here, drops low, and endeavors to take cover behind the tent. From what? Us. Uh, I think. <laughs> Elagoth, mostly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting from Elagoth, where Lucy can see it directly in line. There's a lot of dead gargoyles on the battlefield, and, you know, Elagos and Lucy between them have accounted for a huge pile. The last surviving gargoyle as well. Yeah, may not be prepared to take, continue taking one for the assassin team. Alright, and then there's, there's one green mantis. Cause all the other green mantises are dead, that was fast. Yeah. <laughs> They're not dead. They're merely, you know, back to where they came from. Yeah, they've yeah. been uh, well, some, of them, some of them are dead because some of them got set on fire. Yeah. Eat Jack. Yep. No, not Jack. She's Protect, the heart of the team. Home. You guys are so sweet. Don't <laughs> worry, I've just been here. I, I do actually, I may not have any more images, but I do actually have a moderate amount of hit points. Also, these mantises are not assassins. That misses me. Cool. It was definitely a problem if three of them were going to attack me, but now that Alagos has reduced their numbers, I'm not in nearly as much peril as Silver. Mm. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Team Blue Assassin. Come uh, on, failed your will save, I dare you. Give no, me one. Now he's, now he's got a target in mind that he's both been paid to kill and can sneak attack, so... Yeah, yes, fair enough. Yeah. It's a pretty juicy well, target. Yeah, I've occupied him for, th- for either two or three rounds. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. Makes an almost redundant tumble check, and at high speed rolls across behind Jack. Yep. Okay, this is going to be more of a problem, but at least he can't full attack me this round. No, so only the first of these counts. Uh, cool. 13 to hit you. Yep, so that will um, miss. 15 to hit you, technically. Still but misses. That will still miss. Yep. Uh, so I'm not saying this isn't a problem, but it isn't a problem this round, and that helps a lot. Same again. One, two, twenty. Rolls like the wind over by silver. Oh, that's a problem. It's a problem. And it's uh, that dizzy flat 17, which will miss you. He gets a flank, but he's also losing other things from having shit to spell. So. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Go, go, Elagos. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's doing much there of the, the spelling. It, yep. Now every single caster has done a dispel at one or another time in this fight. Yep, caster fight. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, oh yeah, the green assassins are going to keep shooting Elagos because that has to work sooner or later. Are they anywhere even close? Hold on. Sorry, what? 
Great at Mantis Assassins is shooting you with longbows. Right, get guys. Yeah. Cool. They fire bow arrows that seem to arc through the air, slowing as time fades around them. Uh, the other one will... Oh dear, that's going to be a bad day. It's going to be a real bad day indeed. Uh, no, he doesn't sniff attack, thankfully. Uh, two, four. Uh, hits Thousand Bones three times. Deals him very little damage on the grand scheme of things. Well, that's good. Why is that? Because he rolled a two, two, and a seven. Ah, okay, he just rolled poorly. Thankfully, he's not not flanking Thousand Bones. Yeah. But you know, if you can and only attack one assassin, Lucy, that that one assassin might be one to go for. Uh, sorry, Thousand Bones looks a little worse as he realizes that he gets critted as well. Yeah. Oh. Yikes. What? Okay, I'm back. Arrows arc through the air majestically towards you. Uh, yep. Twenty-four, even remotely close to you. Yep. Cool. So these guys are missing by miles, aren't they? Uh, no, not by miles, miles, but um, I've got 27. Cool. The reason I ask is basically the measure by which they make their attacks is I can see that I'm, I've am i shot really well but missed horribly versus I can see I shot really poorly and missed horribly. So they can certainly hit Elagos because he only rolled a 13 on that top one. Yeah. So, but they can't hit Elagos very well unless they roll real well. Yeah. So, cool. That's that. Uh, Green Assassins, Lucy Silver, Jack Garrett. All the PCs in a row. It's all the baddies, then all the PCs in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy, help. (laughs) Yeah, um, how bad are you, um, like, hit (laughs) points-wise? Me, I'm on half hit points, so I've got 40 hit points, but Corrigan's pretty wounded. And Um, um, Corrigan's in trouble as well. If I go in there um, near silver and cast a spell, do I have to cast defensively or um, for the concentration How check? How are you? You are invisible, so it depends whether she can see you or not. Oh, okay. Virik can see you, so don't go near him because he. No, no, I'm not going to. I can, I can see that Virik can see me, but I haven't really. She might be able to if she's got something like see invisibility up. On the other hand, she might not too. You can't know till you get yeah. in there. So um, my plan is to get in there and then teleport Crozen and Silver out. Okay. Sure. Uh, teleporting is pretty intense. That's a that's a long range spell. Do you have dimension door? No. <laughs> Just going to be teleport. So that's teleport is what I got, and okay. <laughs> it could backfire. But um, Crozen and Silver look like they need help, and I don't. I can't really do anything else at this stage. Yeah. Um, another thing that I could possibly do is charm monster, but then they should be able to see me, right? For that. No, because you've got greater invisibility up. The other thing you could do is just start dropping magic missiles or attack spells on some of our opponents. Yeah, but then that doesn't that doesn't help Silver. Yeah, because my round my round this round is going to be is going to be healing Crojan. 
Teleport's you, actually not bad. You can't heal Crozen without provoking. If yeah. you end up off target, then you'll have a problem, but, um, oh, actually, no, you won't. You'll just end up in a slightly different position on the battlefield to where you intend, because you go off yeah, target yeah. on how far you're going, and you're only going, yeah. presumably, yeah, so that's that's probably on the, on the fly. That's probably what Lucy's gonna do. Okay. Alright, it sounds like a good plan to me. Okay, so Lucy's gonna fly in. So he's yep. like she's gonna be like covering above you two, and yeah. then um, touch you two and cast teleport, uh, which is fifth level spell. So it could wild magic could. Oh, so hang on. Does Cinnabar does that provoke? First, can you make me a stealth check? Oh, okay. Yep. Right. Yeah, she, she hears you casting. Now let's start. Yep. You hears me casting. <laughs> but your, your casting's pretty quiet. That's a yeah, 26. That yeah, but she you, rolled a 40. That yeah. Them, oh, that she rolled a 40. You are somewhere in the area, which is not massively helpful to her, but... And... She, her, the master's eyes narrow slightly, and she takes a swing at this square. Swing, oh, okay. Misses, obviously, because you're not there. But she's perfectly prepared to use an attack of opportunity against that. And you continue on with your life. So now I cast um, wild magic check. Yep. Which I oh, nice twenty. Yeah. <laughs> And then you um, roll so your I teleport, teleport out. Yep, roll me your teleport percentile. Okay, so that's uh, just one D hundred. All right, so that's fine. Low is good, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, low is good, so she's fine. Yeah, move, I'm fine. Move, move so I teleport. And then I'll move Silver and Crojan with you. Okay, I'll go... Um, this has got to be a slightly weird experience because you can't see her. Yeah, <laughs> I think so I'll, I'll go up near um the thou- thousand bones, so maybe about there. Yep, move yourself. Cool. Thousand bones can um hopefully help Crojan. Silver and Crojan. Well, thousand bones needs help as well. <laughs> yeah, and maybe. Being near them is a good thing. Okay. And that is Lucy, Team Silver. Okay. You are <laughs> under Lucy. <laughs> I'm yeah. under Lucy. She is, she's uh-huh. literally flying over the top of your heads, touching uh-huh. you guys by the hair to move you. Uh-huh. So, so I think sort of a question is, does she disarray Silver's hair in the process? Well, if that's Sorry? the case, Silver refuses to the teleport. <laughs> oh, actually, that's something. I do have a magical spell upon myself. Um, uh, the, the hair. My hair is rainbow. Yep. Hair hair brown. Give me, give me, Elagos, give me a dispel magic. See if my hair's brown. Oh my god. <laughs> Super important. Yeah, yeah my hair's brown. <laughs> Okay, my hair's brown and my my, my skin's white. <laughs> yeah, we're looking very model like. Could you yeah, um, very model like? If that's what you're doing with your turn, or do you want to go heal Thousand Bones? I'm gonna I'm gonna heal I'm gonna heal um, eats who he kills, Crojan. Um, um, 
Silver's gonna gonna be stunned for a moment. I think I think Lucy just teleported us. <laughs> you Lucy says. Furik netlet for forenskonas, whoever it's pronounced like. Until our skulls become smoke, I will heal you. And I, I do a healing spell upon him. Um, I butchered that. Uh, so it's a, a 3d8 roll. I roll 9 <laughs> Fuck. Points damage on 3d8. That yes, plus you cast spell. level. <laughs> what? Well, plus you cast the level. Okay. <laughs> What's that, 10? You, you would be the level bard. How many levels of bard do you have? Yeah, give me a sec, give me a sec. 10th level bard, so 19 hit points. Cool. What's that that you just rolled? Uh, that is Cinnabar looking at you, and you making a disguise check. Oh, okay. Making <laughs> 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 a disguise check. Sorry. Sorry, Silver. Yeah. Um, it was still worth it, speaking as someone who only got called by one man this round. Well, enough. She just has to die. Does she understand my secret, though? That's I the question. Now? Um, so disguise is... Oh, God. I can't remember anything. No. It's bluff. Oh, she sees who I am. <laughs> the, the mantis tilts its head slightly and looks at you bizarrely and clicks its mandibles together, and you still hear that slightly warped but feminine voice coming out of it. Silver Rose is more Mandravius. I should have asked for more money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She doesn't uh, seem like deeply invested in this. She's just kind of mildly interested. Yeah. Uh, Crojan, you need to defend your father. Um, and Silver is going to... Um, let's see. I think he's going to go over here. Ooh. Nice. So do you want to move five foot back so you can actually attack that dude with your manta, with your totem spear? Oh, hang on. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm not in a flanking area is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then, so now you're flanking with him. You're yeah. flanking with him, which means I can sneak attack him. Yes. And it's my turn. Yes. Okay. All right, and then just... Very yeah, calculated. Fight hard, no arrest. As Crojan looks... It looks better from some of the wounds and bellows out after you. Fight hard, brother. Yay. Awesome. All right. And um, Jack grins at the Red Mantis assassin in a very happy sort of way. Oh, no. um, and um, gives, gives him a little smile and says, Fooled ya. As the, um, for story purposes, I'd like to dissipate the griffin one round early. Sure. Oh. Okay, and alas, I roll excessively poorly on my human bane rapier. Um, that is a 14 versus his AC. 
Do you want to re-roll them? So, yeah. Zorth? Do you, do you need to re-roll it? Because you do have a praying mantis in behind you. I do feel like we're in a fair amount of peril here, and you've given me a flank, which I don't normally have. Um, yeah, yeah, I am. You also flanked yourself. Yeah, I am going to um, draw a harrow card and re-roll that. Just give me one second to draw the harrow card. Dex wisdom. Sweet. So I spin the tangled briar and re-roll that attack. This is too cool a moment to lose to a pitiful two. Oh my gosh. Oh sadness. Oh well. Um, and that's a seventeen, which may or may not hit. Uh, how are you getting here? I was using the, the rapier versus uh, yes, human. Yes, I, yeah, sorry, I see what you're looking at. Yeah, just looking at the roll, trying to work it out. But I understand what I'm reading I'll now. I'll give you a hero card. What's that? I'll give you a hero card. Let me find out if that... That's very generous of you, Susan, but let me find out if that hits first. No, it does is, not. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, that is... Super generous of you. I will roll it one Silver, more time. Silver gives a really, really big sneer at the at the Mantis Assassin. You're going down. Alrighty. Come on. Oh, for Pete's sake. Really? Yeah. You I don't think that one's meant to be. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, at least you did two damage. <laughs> no, I don't do any damage because I miss him. Oh, that's and brutal. No, but you would have done two damage opposed to one damage like the first two hits. <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter anyway. It's the sneak attack. It's the sneak attack human bane damage. Um, oh yeah, the the second one was in. Oh no, the rapier damage factors in the versus humans. So yeah, no, that's all right. All right, two hero cards and didn't even get a hit on. Yep. All right, that's Jack's turn. Bugger. Thanks for the flank and thanks for the fate point. It was really generous of you. Darren. Garen is going to provoke another attack of opportunity yep. and charge. Oh, okay. But, like, there's... Okay, I would have thought you'd go after Cinnabar. Or, well, I, I think Cinnab- he can't get to Cinnabar. I could, but Garen's first duty is to protect people, and he sees friggin'... Yeah. Thousand Bond was in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Varric hits you for 14 points of damage? Yep. Yes. Um, yeah, well, running... Remarkably well. Yeah, well, running away from him is a bit of a risky He's strategy. He's real good at hitting, at hitting you. <laughs> okay, and for my attack is plus... Plus two to the roll for charging, but no more bard song, so. Oh, didn't do the damage, okay. So anyway, that was, yeah, a 27 to hit. Yep, easily. 
Is, and you're assuming Thousand Bones is th- flanking. Does Thousand Bones have a weapon? I'm not. Oh. No, no, I'm doing charging. So oh, right. the plus two. Yes. That's fine, yep. And you're flanking as well, because Thousand Bones does indeed have a weapon here. Oh, nice. Correct. Okay, so it was 29 to hit, and yeah, it looks like... What's this? He is rolling with a short spear, which is basically just like a sharpened wooden stick. Well, that was bad luck on the damage dice, Adam. Yeah, only nine damage. Okay. That's all right. Crojan will sort it out. Okay. And then we get back round to the events. And Crojan calls out to Thousand Bones something in Shawante. All our brothers are in danger here, but these brothers are warriors. Let us leave them to it. And let's leave them to it and save those whose way does not lead them to war. And Thousand Bones will five foot step away, cast another cure light wound, mass cure light wounds on everyone. Yay! Yay! Uh, 16 points of damage to Jack, Lucy, Garen, Crojan, and himself. Nice. Not Lucy. That is so great. Not Lucy. They don't know you're there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frozen Bones cannot target you because he cannot see you. Uh, oh, and... Wow, Jack's nearly at full hit points. Oh, nice. Yes, he can. Uh, and Varric screams as this hits him. Yes! Oh, my God. 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 Failed to save and take 16 points of damage. Nice. Yeah. And he is absolutely staggering. <laughs> and Thousand Bones and Crojan charge off elsewhere into the battlefield and remove themselves from the events. Cool. Nice. nice. But as you do so, they both give you nods, and you feel in the background, because I'll do this afterwards, your respect meter rises as you contribute to saving both Thousand Bones and Crojan. Hell Yay. yeah. <laughs> Well done, Silver. Well done, Garen. What does that make well us, done, Helen? Sorry? What does that make us, Helen? Uh, big damn heroes? Damn straight. Huh? I'm really grateful to Silver for that. Uh, 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 Corrigan's healing, uh, Thousand Bones is healing is probably the more material contribution, but I really appreciate a man who can recognize when it's time to give a girl a flank. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I swear to God, next round I'm not going to screw up this roll. <laughs> I will be worthy of this yeah, flank. So unlucky. I know, right? Three rolls. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like a two or three and a one or something. Yeah. I've been there though. That's awful. Yeah. I do think at the point where we've thrown two fate points down the well, it's time to accept that it's not going to be a happening thing. Yeah. We have a moving green line. Yeah. GM's plotting an event. 
yes. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, Elagos has got the best viewpoint of this. You see a black line, or rather a big black cloud on the horizon, sort of turned lightly to, what the hell is that? And it is this huge swarm of vultures that have been driven by gargoyles and chased Holy across shit. the battlefield. And effectively a 30-foot line of vultures goes through the sky across here because they're not going to be able to hit all that many people um, without hitting their own crew. So that will hit Alagos, and it will actually end up hitting Lucy too as a completely unintentional side effect of theirs. Oh, my gosh. As a, it's effectively a stampede of vultures is rushed across, uh, and both of you can make me reflex saves. A difficulty of 19. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lucy so. doesn't save though. No, Vanilla Ghost does. So Just. that's uh, Just, yeah. nine, 19, 19 damage or 9 damage for you, Elagos, presuming that you have oh. evasion from somewhere. No. Um, and both of you now need to make me strength checks as this huge mass pushes into you and sort of shoves you. In this case, not when you get tripped in the sky, you fall, basically. Just Lucy, are you still conscious? Yeah, I am. Good. I am at two hit points. Yeah, it might be time to invisibly, might be time to invisibly drink one of your healing potions. Yeah, that's yes, what please. I'm going to do. And I think you're going to get knocked out of the sky as well. Mm. Yeah, but she'll Which still be invisible if she's knocked out of the sky. Yeah, but I hope it doesn't inflict falling damage, because if she drops to negative, we can't see her. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's bad. Uh, I know there's a thing about what happens when you trip flying creatures. Can you trip a flying creature? Effectively, it's not really tripping, but they're knocking her out of the sky. Right, yeah. So you are not taking damage from this, but you fall, Lucy. Basically end up on the on ground level. Uh, and well, that's, a, that's a great outcome. Vultures, yeah, bounce, vultures bounce off you, Elagos, and you sort of go bang, bang, ow, down five feet, bang, bang, up five feet. Okay, cool. Can I eat a couple yeah. of them? You absolutely can. Cool. They taste like desert garbage. Yep. Ew. I spit them out. And that's about. Yeah. So they're you the pigeons of the desert. You need to get a lot more vultures if you want to mob this wyvern. Roll yeah. nine, foot. <laughs> Dear lords, you realize we've almost been fighting for a full minute. Yeah. Wow. D and D rolls are so sorry. How many okay. sections have we been fighting for now? So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I've I've got improved grab, but I'm thinking that Cinnabar will probably dodge my kind of crappy talent attacks. So I'm going to try to just straight grapple her. Sure. Uh, I. So the, the point of distinction is to use improved grab, you have to hit her regular AC. 
but to use a grapple, you still have to hit her touch AC. I'm trying to pin her so she can't disappear suddenly again. Yeah. Um, so. Well, as she is a caster, grappling her is traditionally a great tactic, but unfortunately she's also a giant mantis, which so is very wyvern. Fly over, swoop, and um, I've got um, pretty good reach, so I kind of just, I don't touch the ground, I kind of skim along, grab, grab, and attempt to grab the mantis. Okay, so... As you are not an improved grappler, you provoke from her as you do so, which I presume that, you're probably fine with. That's fine, yeah. Um, then you make a touch attack with your primary weapon, which I think is your bite. Yeah. Okay. So there's no, you can't just do a straight grapple. Uh, this is the straight grapple. You have to grab okay. her first, because if you can't okay. physically get a hold of her, you cannot attempt to restrain her. Yep. You're just grabbing her with your teeth. Yep. <laughs> so, 36 will hit you, but as she is not um, sneak attacking you, it's 8 damage. You have touch AC. Is, is, is. Yep, that will hit her touch AC. So then you are going to grapple checks. She hit her. Yay. Crappy roll. She's not prepared to fade on this. Do you have a grapple check? Crap, unfortunately. It's a great grapple bonus, but yeah, that wasn't a great roll. I relate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do I have a grapple check in here for it? Yes, I do. Also, you can ignore the damage for this. Uh, well, it's getting whispered anyway. Uh, 31 to oppose you. Oh, I'm gonna spend. Uh, this is a strength check. Uh, it is indeed, because you are now on a grapple check. Uh, so you can spend your special points on a strength check? How does that work? So you've got the points that you got from your um, harrow reading, yeah. uh, which was fuck all, I think, because you drew no strength cards. Why? Uh, you can spend it to re-roll any strength-based check, and a grapple is a strength-based check, so you just right. pick the d20 up and re-roll it. I will do that. Yep. Oh, yes. Okay. So you reach out, snag her, and the mantis wrestles at you and claws you off briefly and then overextends one arm and you hook down on the claw and pull her in. You have her in a grapple. Yep. Uh, at which point you deal her your, dam- your the damage of your bite. Oh, yep. And then you are holding her. Sweet. Great job. So just roll a bite attack and we'll ignore the to her. Yeah, I'm just... No, no, you're punching all yours in anyway, so... Yeah, because it's rat, random summoned creatures. Sorry, I'm just on lots of different pages. That's that's fine. Uh, can you roll um forty six plus nine? Yes, I can. Probably faster than me. Yep. 
Cool. She takes damage. Wow. That was awesome. I've been working towards this moment this entire fight. And you have achieved it. Yep. I feel good. Yes. I'm just I'm just glad my reroll went better than health. That was that was so brutal. I would like to remind you there's a funeral pyre over there. It could mm. hold two bodies. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. grappling her is enough. She's the most dangerous opponent we've got. Oh yes. I'm Killing her of... is better though. Yes, yeah, but... I'm holding her still. Hopefully other people can stab her. <laughs> yeah. Plus um each round he grapples her, he gets to keep doing the bite. True. So, Lucy, uh, Virik rushes across to you, his eyes blazing with hate. Shit. She always hated her, she always hated you. you didn't des- she didn't deserve it, you deserve this! <laughs> and deals you 13 okay, points of damage. Okay, I'm dead. Uh, specifically, you're in negative hit points, I believe. Yeah. So you took 10 points of damage versus your two hit points, so you're at negative 8? 13 points of damage. Oh. She's One here. points of damage, so I'm at negative 11. 11. Okay. Please spend I'm, a hero point to save Yeah, I'm going to spend the hero point. <laughs> you may want to draw your arrow and see if you can get a good card at this point. Oh, that's true, yeah. I'll, I'll see. Because I have... Um, Lots of cards. I have five hero cards. Yeah, so the, at least try and pick up whatever your strength card is. Yeah. So, uh, drawing the hero cards is this website here, right? So how does it work? I generate the spread. And then you count... Take the top three left to right. Okay. okay, the midwife, the cricket, the avalanche, the betrayal, and the crows. Um, you can see where, what their stat so, is. So you're uh, looking at the strength no, cards. No, there's no strength cards. So yep. the avalanche isn't a strength card. No, it's a dex. Oh, dread. Yep. So you yeah. are just spending All right, one to stabilize at minus five. Yeah. Um, so if she's spending one to save versus death, doesn't that drop her to minus five and die? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So that I'll I'll have to do that. <laughs> okay. So she's in horrible, horrible trouble. Uh-huh. And uh, still invisible. Ah. Uh, uh, yes. You see Verrick rush over and claw something, and there is a gasp and spurts of blood hit the ground. Yeah, um, and Silver should know that I was there. Yeah, so I think we we, we know that you're there, but we can't see you, so we can't stabilize you necessarily. I'll I'll sort it out. I'll sort it out. I'll sort it out. Okay. All right, in any case, Varric um, nearly kills Lucy, horribly wounding her. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's, it's the second time that Varric nearly killed me. Yeah. The Ashwing Gargoyle, seeing its opportunity, comes out of cover and rushes Elagos. Yep. Alright, this is as good as he's ever going to do. 
With his charge, that is a 20, and it is versus your flat-footed AC, because you are tied up with Cinnabar. Nope. Sorry. So, what... Does that does that still miss? Yeah, um... Armor class, 27, touch, 10, flat-footed, 25. Yeah, that's your flat-footed, yep. the relevant one. Yeah. That's okay. He tried. And it is the last green gargoyle, then. That's the last yellow gargoyle. Oh, sorry, I thought that was the green one. Yeah, there's still a praying mantis and a blue yeah, assassin. The fiendish oh. mantis scores futilely at you, Jack, for 11. Cool, that's thoughtful of it. The red mantis claws hopefully less futilely. The assassin claws hopefully less futilely at you. Yes, I fear that's going to be a horrible problem. But all right, okay. 16, well, 29, 17. So, um, is that adding in? Flat? Do I need to add two to those? Yes. Okay, so he hits me with all three then. Then As you take it all. Unfortunately. Yep. All right. 13, so. 19 is 22, 32, 34, uh, 34, 38. I think that's, that seems like a lot. Brain and brain. Either Adam can add it up or I'll use a calculator. <laughs> 13, 19, and 16. Um, okay. Um, all right. I can tell you that's not going to kill me and it is going to kill me. Sorry, what was that? What was the total? 48. 48, okay. I'm not dead. Cool. Healthy as a horse. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Uh, I'm yeah. on about a quarter of my hit points. I really want to let go of this stupid lady and heal some people. No, no, no. Keep doing what you're doing, Elagos. You're doing great. Cinnabar could do any one of us a ton of damage. Aaron, for fuck's sakes, go do something that's actually, like, big. <laughs> Please, attack a big thing. Not Elagos. I think Garen should take out Varric. Yes. The Red Mantis assassin near Garen rolls away at high speed. And... Just to knock the vault somehow? <laughs> high Street Tumblr. That's yeah. what the 23 is. Uh, and rolls a whopping 12 versus Elagos. And there's a... As he saws a few scales off your back. Yeah. Also, um, we're not. Um, I've I've grappled her, but she's large, so I grappled her from the sky. So we're not on the ground. Uh, you need quite. to you, engage, you need to engage with her to actually grapple her. So you must you can't be more than ten foot up at this point. Yeah. No, no, I'm you, about, and, her, you yeah. and her are in the same space. Yeah. But she's large, so... Yes. But you have to be in the same space as her to grapple her. You are not flying above her, holding on to her. You have actively moved into his, her squares and grabbed her. Okay. Uh, and blah, blah, blah. Ding, ding, ding. Lucy, fly on the ground and bleed to death. All right. Try and make, try and make a con check to stabilize yourself. Roll a flat d20. And Silver, you're next. 
answered. She didn't stabilize. Nope. Um, can I hold action until Jack's turn's happened? Yep. So that Jack gets the flank. Thank you. Sorry. Oh, sorry, delay is the word I want to use. Yep, no problem. Jack. One more for all the marbles. Please tell me that's a better number. 20. Stab. It- oh, excellent. Okay. Four damage. Oh, no, that's your max damage. No. Yeah, yeah, but, um, except for the sneak attack in the human vein, which I'm about to roll. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> All right, so, um, the four by itself is underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a tiny person. My tiny rapier does not do a lot of damage. It is merely the... Uh, Right. Cool. And I'm not sure what the 44 you're rolling is. Oh. Attack, I assume. <laughs> no, sorry. Hang on. Let's try that again. There we go. So that's another 30 points of damage. And then um, it's 2d6 plus 2, isn't it, for the um, human right. vein? 32. Okay, so that's... Um, 32 up by my count. Yep, plus that's... Um, uh, yes, 30, so 32 plus 4, so 36 points of damage. Yep, yep, nice. I, put, I put the 4 in on originally, so I put the other 32 in. So you stab him, and this perfectly healthy assassin staggers and looks awful. <laughs> See, my rapier does 4D, my rapier does a D4, but against humans with, uh, humans I'm flanking, <laughs> it is bloody awful. It's only Thank you're up. You. So is it dead? No. 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 Uh, okay. Well, uh, unfortunately, I, I need to do something about Lucy. Um, Jack, I'll be back. Yeah. Um, Silver will go over here. Um, and does he provoke from Verrick if he heals her as she is here? No. Okay. Um, so Silver's going to go down and give, a, give her a cure light because he's so running out it, of spells he can do. I've just realised there's two more Red Mantis assassins, so they move yeah. up on Helion. Yeah, do you want to take... Do they make attacks, or do they just move? No. They were holding longbows, so do they just change weapons? They are not the ones moving at extraordinary speed, so they will stick around and move up to him. Cool. Well, All right. Can Silver plus... just sort of feel round for Lucy in her square and find her? Yeah, yeah, you can see a pile of blood. You put your hands in the dirt until you find a lump. Cool. Um, she's not conscious. Oh no, she is conscious. So she is. She's barely conscious, but she's conscious. Yep, that gives her three hit points. Okay, can I throw her? I uh, guess. Yeah, can I throw her like five or ten feet away from Vera? No, it's standard action. You just spent your standard action. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I will. But Varric would have attacked her again anyway. So um, whether she was, uh, he would have coup de grace her. So yeah, you know, he can't yeah. coup de grace her. No, that's cool. I'm well, I'm here. It. If he if he if he does anything, I'm I'm well, here. Karen can kill Beric. Yeah, all our hopes now lie with one big burly dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere over that way. <laughs> yes. It would be perfect fireball area. If yeah. I'm still alive. <laughs> you are oh, yeah. still alive, but your next move should be healing yourself. Alright, anyway. Fireball. <laughs> Garrett? Alright. 
Come and save us. That's what we keep you around for, to save us. Karen will charge again. So now he has plus two for the charge and plus two for the flank. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, because Silver's flanking. Yep. Yeah. Let's help for an awesome roll. Where are you? D. Okay. Ooh, that looks nice. So that's a 36 to hit. Oh, God, yes. His attention (laughs) is focused on Lucy. He is reaching down to cut off, cut her throat. And... That's oh. 11 points of fire damage. Is going to... 17. Uh, so you step up behind him and smash through him with the Earthshaker, and there is a crack of bone from in there and a shattering and splintering noise, and the entire revenant seems to just come apart Yes! What falls down from it is a few pitiful scraps of cloth that look like they're a piece of an actual Arcona Armsman uniform and a skull now now slightly crushed and dented and broken by an Earthshaker. And Lucy, you were just sort of coming conscious to see Varric reaching over you, bringing his sword down, eyes flaming with hate when he goes smash and shatters out of existence. So cinematic. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what, what did Meredith just say? So cinematic. cinematic. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we are on to events. Yes. Okay, so we have seen Crojan fighting the Cinderlander, Thousand Bones, and then the camera pans over to see Nakota, who is looking lightly wounded. His scent scratches seem to be mostly cosmetic. They seem to have torn huge chunks out of the front of his shirt, (laughs) just hanging by a thread. And he looks over at all that's happening here as he moves up on a ridge. God, I... Shailen, help me. I have to do something. If if I was Mordell, I could do something heroic here and save the day. Just... I have to do whatever I can. Help me, gods. I'm no hero, but I have to do something. And he swirls his spear around in the air and shouts out, Hattoya! 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 And lets fly with a ludicrous crack of thunder calls. Uh, and I think this is going to be the best thing we can do with here. Uh, so, um, it's have... gonna hit me, but I'm not arguing with that. <laughs> yeah. So, Elgos, the bulk of this seems to hit the two red mantis assassins that are creeping up quietly upon you. You can so you can see them out of the corner of your eye, and the wave of thunder shatters across them and just blows them clean away. Nice. I have this listed as Nakota puts throws the thunder call, which auto kills anyone who isn't a named NPC. <laughs> Splat, splat, and both take damage and roll a fortitude save versus stun. I have to do this, boyfriend. Please make this, Elagos. 
good stuff. Oh, sweet. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, good. The eight damage I don't think is going to be that substantial. The important thing is that he doesn't wind up stunned. Yeah. yeah. He did freaking max damage. Good on him. Wait, Turbo didn't fail that, did she? Uh, I don't oh, think she so. didn't. Drag. It's a level two spell. Yeah. It would have been really hilarious if she had. That was an extremely yeah. cool no, Contrary to what parents have 20 charisma. Yeah, I mean, she rolled a five. She was no, so... Okay. Excuse me, I'm dragging you off, Elgar. So she does much... take eight damage from it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I take damage from it too? What's... Yeah, eight you damage. damage. Roll the D8. Uh, and the good news is you are no longer oily in any way. It is all burnt and blasted off you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes, eight damage for you, but that took care of two of your opponents. Hmm. And that is the event for the round. Nakoto yeah. steps in and does something surprisingly heroic for a guy that is nobody's hero. Didn't he just oh, say shit. the band of Shionte orphans earlier in the fight? Well, yes, but, you know. <laughs> but in a non-heroic way. Yep. He's so the mat of this um this story. And God help me, round ten begins. A full minute, people. Do this uh, is a full minute of combat feels like. Well Do we want to suspend it here or keep going? Well it's almost ten thirty. Uh, I'm quite excited, but I'll probably regret it in the morning, and I don't think we're gonna win this round like we might take out most of our opponents, but Cinnabar is going to be more than one round problem. Yeah. yeah she is, because we haven't really damaged her yet. Well, Algos has a bit, but um, she's probably got a ton of hit points, and Jack may well be in Lucy's predicament this round. Mm. It's any consolation, she wishes she could still dimension door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of those... The list of spells you can cast while being grappled isn't super long. Um... Meredith, are you tracking when you see Spina Giant Wyvern? Uh, yes, how many rounds have we? Ten. Uh, so, excluding the original um, surprise round where it was only you acting, oh, and where, where it was whoever acting, because I've ignored that one in my count, Yeah. we've now had ten rounds after that. So, so how, how much is rounds in minutes? Oh, your minutes. Cool, you're fine. Forever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's so ten it, rounds totally, per minute. Yeah, yeah. You've totally used up one minute of the spell of a one minute per level spell. So, in if we just do another eighty rounds or so. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I thought it was um minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you, you'll find love. I'm just entertained by the um, you know, eighty more, uh, seventy more rounds of this, and then Alagos is totally going to turn back into a frail old wizard. Yep. <laughs> There's nothing frail about that wizard. No, but it absolutely isn't. It killed a dragon and took its power. There there really is. It's just not what I'm polymorphed into a Yeah, That's not what the legend's going to say. They're going to say you killed a dragon and stole its power. No, no, the legend's going to say that, you know, there's this wonderful mystical wyvern that's helping you, and then there was that old wizard who never did anything. Yeah, that fucker Alagos, he just lay in the corner and did nothing. Yeah, yeah, That's it's the, um, the same as Hieronymus, it's the same as, um, Hieronymus. Yeah. Like, he just kind of hung out on the ship. All these random NPCs helped us all the time. Yep. 
So are we calling it here or doing one more round? Calling it. I think we're calling it here. So you guys look around at the fire and smoke burning everywhere. And to a certain extent, the situation seems to be under control. The mantises are different. The red mantis assassins are definitely getting driven off by the Shawante. The waves of gargoyles have pulled away. There are dead lying everywhere around the battlefield. You guys have left this huge pile of corpses. I haven't kept track because I have to delete tokens of how many you've got. But it's like, like we've got like 10, 10 assassins dead here and at least as many gargoyles again. At least the summons clean up after themselves. And Well, so do the assassins in all fairness. <laughs> and Elagos is wrestling with a giant blood-red mantis while Lucy is staggering, no longer bleeding on the ground. And the situation looks like it might be under control, but who knows if it can still be reversed in the red mantis assassin's favour. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. 